Welcome to Beyond Sermons, where we seek Christ beyond the pulpit. This is a special edition of Spotlight, where I take a closer look at various characters in the Bible. Today, we spotlight the Levite and his concubine. The history takes place in the Old Testament in the book of Judges. It is reflected in the last three chapters of the book. Judges chapter 19 verse 1 starts off with Israel having no king and was experiencing lawlessness among the tribes. The chapter zooms in on a particular sinful circumstance of a Levite and his concubine. The Levites were Israelites from the tribe of Levi. This particular tribe was chosen by God to care for the temple and guide the people in worship. One priest in particular had a concubine. A concubine could be seen as a worthless object of lust or adorned as a potential replacement wife waiting in the wings of authority. Both are extramarital scenarios. One day, this concubine had run away back to her home country. The Levite went on a journey to retrieve her, and after days of great fellowship with the concubine's father, the Levite and his concubine began their return journey. On their way back, he stopped for the night in Gibeah, a town of the Benjamites. In the town, an older man insisted for safety that the Levite and his concubine stay at his home instead of in the town square. Well, later that night, some of the wicked men of the city surrounded the house, pounding on the door. They shouted to the old man who owned this house, bring out the man who came to your house so we can have sex with him. This is in Judges 19 verses 22. The host tried to reason with the people, the mob, but they would not listen. The old man offered his virgin daughter, but the mob refused. The Levite had very few options, but to spare himself, the Levite sent his concubine outside. The degenerate mob abused her all night. When the men opened the door in the morning, the mob had departed, and the concubine's dead body lay, as it says in verse 27, in the doorway of the house with her hands on the threshold. She was dead. The Levite picked up the concubine's body and placed it on his donkey and traveled home. He then cut her up into 12 pieces, one for each tribe of Israel, and sent the pieces throughout the land. This provoked all the tribes of Israel against the Benjamites. Now in chapter 20 begins with the tribes of Israel minus Benjamin coming together and deciding to have the men who raped and murdered the Levite's concubine put to death. But when they confronted the people of Benjamin, the Benjamites chose to protect the guilty parties and refused to turn them over to justice. This is in Judges 20, verses 12 through 14. A civil war erupted where God intervened against the Benjamites, and the tribe of Benjamin was eventually defeated. All but 600 men of Benjamin were killed, as stated in Judges 20, 47 through 48. And everyone lived happily ever after, right? Not quite. The final chapter of Judges, Judges 21, records the aftermath of the war over the Levites and his, uh, the Levite and his concubine. After a period of mourning, the leaders of the other 11 tribes sought to find a way to keep the tribe of Benjamin alive. But they could not give them their daughters in marriage because they have sworn with a solemn oath that anyone who does this will fall under God's curse. This is Judges 21 verse 18. Now the leaders of Israel attempted to trick God. Their solution was to punish the city of Jabesh-Gilead, the one city who did not respond to the call to war against the Benjamites. Subsequently, 
The city was punished with mass murder and sex trafficking of their young women to the Benjamites. Did this restore Benjamin? Well, the chapter ends the same way it started, with Israel having no king. Now, there are a few highlights that we can gather from, um, well, these last three chapters and this amazing story of the Levite and his concubine. Well, number one, Israel had issues obeying an invisible God and wanted a king to unite Israel. Um, number two, God endorsed the war and also helped Israel defeat the Benjamites. Number three, God did not endorse the homosexual affirming community or its local government. Number four, God placed a curse on anyone who gave their daughters to a Benjamite. And of course, this is highlighted with Israel attempting to trick God by allowing the Benjamites to kidnap young women for procreation. And then finally, number five, God will leave us to our reprobate mind. Have you ever met someone who was on a path to destruction or harm and was completely ignorant to your warnings? Sometimes we got to let go and let God because of our powerlessness. But for the people of Israel, God, who is all powerful, merciful, gave mercifully gave them a King Saul, followed by King David. And when that was not enough, they eventually had Jesus Christ, which many Israelites and Jews still reject as a Messiah to the day. So in conclusion, God is love and patient and desires for all of us to be saved. God is also just and gave us laws and commandments throughout scriptures. God gave us free will to choose and honor him or commit to our selfish desires. And when that was not enough, God offered us his son to save us from our desperate and creative wicked ways. Well, this concludes another Spotlight edition of Beyond Sermons. If you'd like to hear more Spotlights, please rate and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. God bless.